The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What's up, everyone? This is WWE NXT superstar Dominic Dajakovic, and you are feasting your eyes on Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. Last night's NXT was about establishing the dominance of new champions Keith Lee and Io Shirai, setting up new rivalries as Dakota Kai leveled Io Shirai at the conclusion of the main event. And Scarlett seemingly threw a challenge at the feet of Keith Lee. Larson, what did you think of the first episode of the NX Lee era? It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was it was it was it was textbook NXT, if you will. You know, you had your good matches. You had uh, kind of a newer thing now, where they're trying to get a little more uh, lighthearted stuff via Robert Stone brand. Um, I mean, it was it was a perfectly enjoyable show. Uh, Main event was good. Keith Lee versus Dijakovic always put on fun matches. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought um, uh, one of the more interesting things to me was watching uh, Io Shirai and Keith Lee in their respective matches. Um, there's really no doubt that they are. Uh, in NXT's mind, the ones to beat. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, understand mm-hmm. they're obviously their champions, but we saw a whole nother level with Keith. That the, the point of the Keith Lee Dijak match was showcasing that Keith Lee has really grown into mm-hmm. becoming the champion. It's mm-hmm. not just something that they have you know hoisted on him with no rhyme or reason, uh, which WWE is sometimes prone to do. But you see, and in fact, they even reference this. Uh, you know the the sort of the build to him becoming champion, which included mm-hmm. things uh, like his Rumble uh, standoff with Brock Lesnar, the Survivor Series fist bump, uh, and last night against Dijakovic, it was far less competitive than we've seen yes. between these two in the past, and that was the huge, huge difference between this match, which was still wildly entertaining, and matches we've seen with them. Because obviously, in Keith Lee's resume, Dijak, and that was the point of the match last night. Dijak was Keith Lee's best opponent. He always brings mm-hmm. out the best matches. He mm-hmm. pushes him to his limits. Uh, and so seeing that match and seeing just how dominant, and then afterwards with a Dijak interview, him saying, this is a brand new, this is this is, this is is a Keith Lee we've never seen before. This is yeah, another yeah. level of Keith Lee. And, and Karrion Cross is not at that level, which of course yeah. is uh, 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 prompting their match next week, uh, Karrion Cross versus uh, Dijak. Uh, and on the flip side, when I was watching the Io Shirai match, uh, as you can see in the Steve notes, if you're following along with Steve notes, Tegan Knox, every time she would make a comeback, she was almost immediately put back down. There, This was not a very competitive main event. No, it was, it, especially towards the... It, it took Io uh, going into the ring steps for it to become close to competitive. And that was within the last seven minutes. Yeah. About the 15, 20 minutes that preceded it were not competitive in the least. It was a lengthy match, but Io Sh- but basically it was because Io Shirai was fairly deliberate in how she would put down Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox would get a short flurry of offense. Io mm-hmm. Shirai would then just immediately put her down and then preen a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we saw new levels of confidence with NXT champions 
Um, and yeah, I think the rest of the show, as you said, the rest of the show was fairly textbook NXT. Um, that we've we had what's what I would think is probably the blow off between Grimes and Damian Priest. I mean, mm-hmm. Priest. Uh, you know, after that match, he uh, he basically said as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, we had we had quite a bit of I think moving on last week. Or I'm sorry, last night. Uh, that I felt was uh, uh, that I, I kind of yeah. I mean, Triple H when he was talking about counter programming uh, Fighter Fest with Great American Bash says they needed a halfway point uh, story wise between takeovers. That was supposed to be the point of Great American Bash. So why don't you you know uh, doll it up in the pageantry of kind of pay per view packaging mm-hmm. while it was you know uh, uh, airing on a regular NXT time slot. And I think that was part of the reason why that halfway point is to close the book on some stories. You know, and and start new ones. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. It did it did feel last night like they were going to start? This is sort of you know the the first chapter of the build to I guess I would assume the SummerSlam takeover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into the recap, though, we want to welcome new patrons: Colin Branch and Graham Griffin, YouTube channel members Hamish Jarvis, Ghost Protocol, uh, Tori Riley, and Vincent Millage, and Twitch subs Cortez Fifty Two. LV Rage VL and Captain Sin and Alex C for the, all the gifted subs today on the live stream. Uh, yes, over thank here you very much. Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. We are on the road here on Twitch to 500 subs. Once we get there, Larson, we'll be doing our 24 hour stream. Yes, and one thing, one advantage of joining us for our Twitch stream is before we start recording the show, we have some banter. We talked to the audience here and uh, we were talking about notes, and I finally found. The first time I took notes in the format I still use. When was it? What was the date? March 14th, 2017. This is a road to WrestleMania. Yeah. It was okay. around the, t- uh, it's about a year after we started the Patreon, I believe. Patreon sounds was started right. in 2016, right? Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Cause somebody in the, in the Twitch chat uh, suggested you make a digital book out of all your notes. That'd yeah. be hilarious. That would be, that'd be something else right there. I mean, these are still relatively uh, bare bones compared to what I, I eventually they eventually led into, but it's the same format as opposed to just a, a segment. That's how the notes used to be. What the segments were. How many no pages? Other information. How many page? Your notes are usually what? Four pages? Five pages? Yeah, four or five pages. I'd say. Let's, Let's say see, it's the, for, for NXT. It's about five. It's about it's four whole pages in like a sentence. Let's on say the it's fifth page. Okay, let's say it's five pages because raw goes three hours. Let's say it's on average five pages yeah all right that's been four years about three years three years three and a half years if in the current format yeah so just on weekly tv if we just take three episodes of t boy that's that's hard to that's hard to, to guesstimate huh 52 weeks uh, 52 weeks so that's about 250 pages double that is 500 nxt will be a little bit sh- we're probably talking 700 pages a year Seven to eight hundred pages a year, oh, not yeah, including pay per views. It's probably close to a thousand. Four years. Probably close to a thousand with pay per views. Yeah, that's just <laughs> per year. Yeah, it's like two, three, four thousand pages of notes. Yeah, it's like thirty-five hundred pages. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's fantastic. So today, for the very first time, I made available my Steve notes uh, to uh, Twitch subs, YouTube channel members, and all patrons. So that's one more thing you get. And, of course, the big thing you get, access to Friendo Club TV. Yesterday we had the Friendo Mod Extreme Rules Roundtable that you hosted because I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still haven't seen that yet, 
but I'm, I'm I might check it out later on today. Today, of um, course, is pin loser draw. You could win. Yes, a bad yes. sketch from me. Yes. Yes, uh, and uh, also just before we get started here, uh, for those of you who I know, you and I are on slightly different timetables because they're different things. But uh, for those of you who donated uh, for the custom wrestling artwork at the Friendo Fest Two live stream, mm-hmm. uh, I'm about ha- over halfway done. I think this weekend I'm actually going to take the first like 16 that I've done uh, and uh, run over, get those printed out. And start sending those out, and then I'll take care of the second half, uh, hopefully over the next couple of weeks. So uh, I appreciate everybody's patience. Yes, and my apologies for being kind of slow. For those of you who, who got the the custom theme option, my apologies for being kind of slow. I kind of underestimated the time necessary to put these together. That's my bad. Um, had some things going on in here in in the Larson house that kind of slowed me down. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get back on a good pace and get get at least one of them done a week. That's mm-hmm. my goal. I got three in the can. I got a fourth one about halfway done that I'm going to try to finish this weekend, plus an idea for another one that I just need to sit and, and, and lay the tracks down. One last plug before we get started. FriendoMerch.com. We now got Friendo Club masks. Every, every all, all the states are all requiring the stuff, man. All the A lot of great shops. Walmart, well, Kroger. George's, <laughs> George's <Target>. not. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the governors? Didn't one of the governors get the test positive? Oh, I didn't hear about that. I, I just know the governor of Georgia signed some sort of thing that says uh, uh, counties and towns can't uh, mandate people wear uh, yeah. masks. Well, hopefully people are coming to their senses at this point, man. I'd like to think that at some point. I would like to, to hope so, but then I look at the news and it doesn't seem like it. So, so I read like 70-some percent of people wear masks. What's that? I read somewhere that like the uh, there's a poll and 70% of people are apparently uh, are, are wearing masks at least most of the time. Oklahoma's governor tested positive. Oh, wow. Um I hope that continues to rise. I see a lot of, I see yes. a ton of masks out there, and, and I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Um, so hopefully people start coming around to their senses. Uh, anyways, the episode of NXT this week started with the entire NXT men's roster recording cameos for Keith Lee. Boy, Matt Chat questions. Yeah. That must have been a bundle on cameo to get cameos from Finn Balor in black and white, no less. Yeah, Finn's, Finn's cameo looked great. It did. Uh, John Gargano. Yeah, he gets the Joshua Martinez Award for most wonderfully lit cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, John Gargano. Uh, pretty much everybody at some point said the name Keith Lee, and they cut a lot of the lower uh, card people into just they just Keith, 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 Keith. And so Lee, the, Lee, 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 Lee. Yeah. The point is, he has a massive, and this is what Balor basically said: "You got a huge target on your back now, maybe more than anybody in history, because." He is Keith Tula, Two Belts. Yeah, and Keith Lee mentioned that in the promo that opened up the show. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, Keith Lee comes down to cut a promo, but before that, Alabama asked me to put on a Moana. I did that, That's and then I said, you're welcome. Uh, Keith Lee asked the ring announcer. To did you repeat. sing it to her? What's that? Did you sing it to her? Uh, what, you're welcome? You're welcome. No, yeah. that was just a little joke I made here in the notes. I didn't Yeah, no, I get the joke. That's why I asked if you, if you sang it. Yeah. I just said, are you good now? I got stuff to do. <laughs> That's actually what I said. You good now? I got stuff to do. <laughs> oh, man. So distance learning is going to be a pain this year, man. Uh, <laughs> so the, the ring announcer announces Keith Lee. He comes out and he says, hey, can you uh, say that again, please? Because it sounds really cool. Uh, he says he's at a crossroads now. The last few months have been difficult for everybody. Uh, he understands that. He says, but you know what? Something really special can happen right here in the ring. And I feel it when I stand here with these titles. He sort of lays them down on his feet. 
He yeah. says, I stand here before you, double champion, but back to reality, that locker room is filled with friends, enemies, frenemies. They want that opportunity that I got. I love this next bit, man, because I was so on board with it. He says, there is no such thing as a self-made man. I love that philosophy so much because it's totally true, and he explains mm-hmm. why. He mm-hmm. talks about all the people that were integral in getting him to where he is. He acknowledges yep. his trainer, Tim Brooks. He says, without him, without him believing in me, I never would have made it to where I am. He talks about the WWE Universe, how they got behind him from day one. And he brings up one more person, uh, Dominic Dijakovic. He says, get out here and let's chat. Yeah, his number one frenemy, as uh, Keith Lee put it. Yeah. So Dijakovic hits the ring, tells uh, Keith uh, that no one is more proud of him than he is. And said, but it's not about me. It's about you, Keith. And, And Keith goes, no, 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 I disagree. It's about you, too. It's about both of us. Uh, and then Keith Lee says it's because of their rivalry that he got the opportunity. Their rivalry propelled him to greater opportunities. Um, and he says, you know, Dijakovic, you're the one individual who tested my limits like no one else has. So the best way to represent these titles is to do the thing that I love, and that's compete. Um, so he said, I talked to Regal, and I suggested that my first challenger for both these titles should be, yeah, that's right, Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, that's right. And Dijak's, well, when do you want to do it? And Keith's like, well, I'm in my gear right now. Let's have the match tonight. And, and Dijak seems kind of hesitant. Yeah. Uh, well, and then Keith goes, shh, 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 shh. just say yes. <laughs> and Dijak says, all right, fine. He says, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Magic 8-Ball says, looking pretty good to have this match tonight. So there, of course, was the the rumor that, uh, that he had been called up to Raw. But then, of course, that happened right as Paul Heyman was uh, released as executive director. Um, I, I had wondered, okay, is this is this like an audition, like a re-audition for Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon uh, by Triple H saying, hey, uh, this guy totally should be called up. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's a refresher for you. Uh, but Dijak was so, like, meek in the ring. You know, hey, yeah, this is your moment. I'm proud of you. You're, you're good. And then when he was like, hey, here's, here's, your, here's your chance, he was like, uh... Okay, uh, tonight, really? Uh, oh, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Part of me, part of me, it partly felt like too that Dijak didn't know this was happening. I got that feeling also. I totally got that feeling. So when he was uh, hesitant, I don't, uh, maybe it wasn't he was in character hesitant to accept the challenge. He didn't know it was happening. He wasn't sure if he should accept the challenge or not because he wasn't told it was supposed to happen later on. It really had that feeling, which I was, yeah. on one hand, very effective. On the other hand, kind of lacking in drama because he was, like, trying to figure out, like, the pro- you could see the process going on mm-hmm. in his head. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Maybe he's a method actor. But it did kind of feel like, hey, Keith, go out there and surprise him with, yeah. you know, what's going to happen here. And they just told Dijak, just go with it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea, but uh, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty cool moment. But in terms yeah, of like, you know, if Vince, if Triple H told Vince, "Hey, pay attention to this guy tonight," maybe just relegate it to the match and not this promo because he just came off as like, you know, just too mild mannered. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, uh, Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes, and uh, this uh, <laughs> this. <laughs> This is a fun match, man. I like this stuff. Priest came out strong against Cameron Grimes, but before too long, Grimes uh, got control. Then we had another ad. Boy, Shaqaroni was all over the commercials for NXT last night. Mm-hmm. Dude, do you think that, like, 
just a lot of pepperoni. Like too much pepperoni is is like a really good selling point for a pizza. Well, they show the actual pizza doesn't look like it's it's anywhere close to too much pepperoni. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to have double cheese, double pepperoni. Obviously, the double cheese isn't of great interest to me. It'll hurt my tummy. I love myself some pepperoni, especially on the pizza pie. Yeah. Um, but when I make my own pizza, there's like I put the pepperoni pepperoni on so thick that uh, there's got to be at least. Uh, a half a pony pepperoni overlap, uh, you know, from piece to piece. Oh, so I'm wow, not like yeah. putting one here and then, you know, giving it a half inch of space, another pepperoni. There is overlap between each and every slice of pepperoni. Yeah. And so when I look at something that's supposed to have double pepperoni and I see spaces between the pepperoni, right. that's not enough pepperoni. It should be a sea of pepperoni and no cheese exactly. to be found. Well, I mean, I understand people like cheese. Just a sprinkle of cheese. Hell, if you want extra cheese, whatever. More power to you. For me, I'd just probably say, hold on the extra cheese. First of all, I'm not getting Papa John's. So I really like their pizza. But I like Shaq. Yeah, that's Shaq's, the thing. You name a pizza after Shaq, I'll at least listen. Yeah, that's my thing. That's a, hey, they've got my attention with naming it after Shaq. And him yeah. being in the commercials and him surprising people with an iPad inside of a pizza. I mean, really, I'd be down for a second iPad if it let me FaceTime with Shaq. When uh, White Brownie 92 has a good point. The pizza you see on TV is not what you get in reality, and that is very much true. Okay, well, yeah. Part of a, I'm sorry, but part of that 500-sub 24-hour stream involves me ordering a Shacaroni. All right. Yeah, anyways. I mean, I think that's a huge selling point right there. Dole out those subs, people. Out of commercial, Priest is on the comeback. More back and forth. He hits a razor's edge on the apron. He was going for a choke slam, but Grimes got out of that. He hits a razor's edge on the apron. That mm-hmm. looked that that looked bad. Yeah, uh, that sucked. Gets a huge flatliner. Gets some two. Grimes rolls up. Gets a two. He does that weird. Does he have a name for that thing? The uh, the Spanish fly the, flipping power oh, the, slam, like the shooting star press Spanish fly power slam. Not that I'm aware of, but it looks neat. Yeah, it looks real, especially the big dude like Priest. Mm-hmm. So the finish saw Grimes. He goes for a cave in, but he gets hung up on the ropes because Priest evades. Priest gives him a big kick to his head and hits a reckoning for the win. But he, it, was, uh, it was like a draping reckoning yeah, off the yeah, second yeah. rope. It was that rad. looked nasty. That yeah, was, was fun. really cool. And so the key, uh, the key to the reckoning, sorry, the key to hitting that reckoning or crossroads, because it's the same move, is you really got to plant your opponent on the top of their head. It's on the opponent to, to spike themselves. Exactly. Because yeah. when Cody used to do it in WWE, I used to see the move like, what's the, what's, it doesn't look devastating. But since he's been doing AEW and everybody's been spiking their heads into the mat form, it looks way more devastating. It looks really messed up. Yeah. 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 They do a good job with that. Uh, so anyways, oh, afterwards. Oh, sorry. Sorry to be interrupt. One, uh, oh, match hasn't happened yet. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. So ahead. Uh, one cool thing, or I'm sorry, uh, after the match, as uh, Priest is putting back on his Scott Hall vest, he looks in the camera, sweaty, out of breath. Hey, Dijak. Hey, Lee. I'm interested in whoever wins your match now so I can keep yeah. building my momentum. Live in infamy. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, Io Shirai shows up at full sail, and then we get another lesson of Thatch's Thatch can, man. <laughs> yeah, these are great. I, lo- I love these. So he's, uh, he says, I'm going to review the lesson I taught Oni Lark in a great American bash. Through every submission, there is something to be learned. So he's got one of his students in a Fujiwara armbar. says, right here, he's tapping. But I feel like this, this particular student needs to learn more. Leans back into it. He's like, you hear him crying? <laughs> <laughs> he says, he's, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. He goes, uh, so uh, he, he releases conclusion of class. He says, here, you did that, Nelly, you won the match, but you left a message that will last a lifetime. 
A tap out is an education, but making your opponent cry, cry in pain is pure satisfaction. He says, just ask Oni Lorcan. Yeah. <laughs> that was good stuff. Uh, after that, we had Shotzi uh, Blackheart versus Indy Hartwell. Uh, and Indy actually had control for much of this match. Uh, they booked mm-hmm. her pretty strong from early they on. They did, they did. Uh, and then uh, Tom Phillips is now a Robert Stone uh, 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 fan. Well, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Tom was he was showing some, uh, some predilections towards the Robert Stone brand tonight, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was laying into Shotzi about running him over with the tank. Yeah, he was pretty much a Robert Stone apologist, you could say. <laughs> Apologists, yeah, exactly. So uh, at one point, uh, Shotzi had a comeback. Indy had like that reverse Danielson stomp type submission thing, whatever that's called. Uh, but Shotzi powered out, stages her comeback. But then Robert Stone comes stumbling out, selling his leg, uh, his tank run over leg, as uh, Shotzi hits a corner DDT. Shotzi goes up top as Stone distracts the ref. Aaliyah pushes Shotzi off the top, and Indy hits a big boot. To get mm-hmm. the win over shots uh, over Shotzi Blackheart, so uh, pretty quick match, uh, and just to set it up was more a quick of a rivalry match, yeah. between Shotzi and uh, and Aaliyah there. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Next, we yeah. had a Tegan Knox interview. Um, she's asked, "What's going to take? What's it going to take for her to beat EO?" She said, "A wise man once said, see an obstacle, jump over it.' Uh, EO is that obstacle." And then Tegan talks about how she's worked too hard, traveled too far. Tonight is going to be her night to join the likes of Kane and Molly Holly as champions. It's her night tonight. What, what an interesting duo to be. Obviously, she calls herself Lady Kane. She does a chokeslam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kane and Molly Holly. Those are her two big people coming up, I guess. Inspiration. That she really liked. An interesting mm-hmm. duo right there. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I loved, loved this next bit. It was uh, Legato Del Fantasma. Oh, this is really good. They're getting toasted in the lobby, man. They're at some hotel lobby, sitting down, having drinks. They toast to the end of Drake Maverick, and uh, 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 what's his face? Santos is like, the only reason he still has a job is because he went crying on YouTube. Uh, Raul talks some shit about Breezango, uh, and uh, then uh, uh, Santos says, uh, 
Lucha Libre. It's not a fiesta. It's an art. He's like, it's not a party. It is an art. And then he starts. To, I'm really glad. Glad. Yeah, really glad he did this. He starts talking up. You know his uh, sidekicks there in LDF. Oh yeah, Raul Mendoza, yeah. Joaquin Wilde. He calls Raul. Uh, what is it? The mechanical assassin or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he talks about Joaquin Wilde and what he can do. I really like that. I like that it wasn't just him talking to uh, speak to to voiceless uh, sidekicks. Mm-hmm. They talked also, and that's they're important. Yeah, yes. they're a team, exactly. And, I, and the performances across the board are all really good. They were really good. It was really well uh, produced, really well mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, uh, I've taken the Cruiserweight Championship from the sideshow to the main show. I love that. Um, yeah. uh, he says, sometimes you have to tear things down to build the map, talking about the Cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. This was really, really cool, man. It was really cool. Uh, it was really cool. After that, I made some breakfast, according to this. Oh, okay. Answer. It was it was a pretty key, uh, quick uh, Keith Lee uh, wins all video package. Some tweet reactions from mm-hmm. across the Twitterverse. In advance of our match next. Yeah, that's right. Dominic Dijakovic taking on Keith Lee. Uh, this is all about the fact these two guys know each other really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, as Keith Lee put it, frenemies, yeah. friends, yet still rivals. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple instances. Several instances, in fact, where they would square off. Stalemate would ensue. Uh, the first time that happened, Dijak extends his hand to Keith Lee. Keith Lee shakes it, but as he's shaking it, pulls in Dijak, headlock. Mm-hmm. Later on, same thing would happen. Dijak would extend extend his hand, um, but then this time, uh, as Keith Lee reaches out to accept it, Dijak chops him. Lee responds, overhand double chop. The thing that I really loved about this match is that they did such a great job. It was obvious the story was Dijak can no longer handle Lee. And that's never been the case before. He's always come this close, but he's always, Mm -hmm. as Lee has even said, taking him to his limits. Um, But you could even see at the beginning of this, from, from the start, Keith Lee projected confidence and Dijak projected uncertainty. He -hmm. was like, man. This is like I, I I'm I'm really understanding this is this is going to be a lot more difficult than it was in the past and even in the past mm-hmm. I couldn't you know I mean I know he's gotten a win over Keith Lee in the past but mm-hmm. um but by and large Keith Lee has, has had the advantage um but uh, but no I thought they told this story really really well and like mm-hmm. you said it was two guys who know each other but one guy has taken it to another level and the other guy is sort of I'm going to say left behind necessarily but it's at, still trying to get to that level yeah. he's still not at that level. Um, and that, that played out in the match, too, because Keith Lee hits this draping corkscrew flatliner yeah. DLI Dijak that I hadn't seen him done do before, yeah. and it was awesome. Yeah, it was that was rad. Uh, up top, Dijak hits a blockbuster, gets two. A cyclone boot gets a two, goes for a forearm. And Lee just, he just shoots him down with that double hand chop. He hits that big, what is that? Is that like a choke slam in an Urinagi? Like when he just brings somebody up so high up, it's kind of like a choke slam spine buster type. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy. So he hits that, and then he gets the big bang catastrophe for a three. Uh, they share a moment in the ring, but the lights go down. Scarlet shows up uh, with a, a sack of something, mm-hmm. uh, and then the crowd. I really like this. The crowd started doing like a weird, a weird stomping thing. I think they're banging against the. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really effective. Because they had like the spotlight on her and on mm-hmm. Lee, uh, Dijak sort of gets out of the way, and uh, she dumps 
the contents of the sack in the ring. I'm assuming was this the broken hourglass? It's the that broken hourglass that 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 Lee destroyed a few weeks back. Okay, yeah. that's what I figured it was. But I was like, what? Is this, is it like a busted VCR or something? She want Lee to fix it. Uh, so, anyways, he sort of smiles and she walks away. She stops, looks back at him, just to make sure that he understands that this is a broken hourglass. I what, guess. The, what, what the message that's being sent? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So, out of a commercial, we get a Dijak interview, and he's yeah, like, "That's right." He's like, "Holy crap, Keith Lee! Oh wow, he's great." I think he said, "I barely even recognized him out there." Yeah, yeah. He sold it. He sold it so good. He was like, he was like, Whoa. "Man, Karrion Cross, he is nowhere near this level." Uh, which brings up Karrion Cross. Larson, what did Karrion Cross say at this point? I have no idea. So given that Dijak knew what he said, I'm assuming it's in a language that Dijak knows. It's is it chat helps me uh, help me please. Is it Croatia? Croatian? That, he, I th- I that think... I thought he had like the crest of of from the Cro- Croatian flag I'm, on his fights yeah, at one point. He went through a period Okay, okay Alex C says Croatian, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he went through a period where he was talking up his Croatian heritage quite a bit that they sort of, like, had him go in and out of sometimes, and they sort of dropped it. Um, I thought this was rad that Karrion mm-hmm. Cross uh, did this because he sounded really cool. Um, and the fact that Dijak knew what he's talking about, he's like, okay, let's do it. And then he tries to leave. Bad move on his part because Karrion Cross blindsides him. They brawl uh, backstage a little bit, and then Cross dumps Dijak to the ground and says, TikTok. Um, so that should be a hell of a match next week. This yeah. is going to be a real, for me anyways, I'm going to pay really close attention to this match. This is make or break for Steve for killing cross. It feels like kind of man, because I think that if anybody can put on an interesting match with this guy, it's going to be Dijak. They better not chump him out in like three minutes. Um, at least have him put up some sort of fight against this guy. So I can see that this guy can actually wrestle on a takeover level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. need to get some hint of that. If I'm going to care about this stuff, um, and yeah, and I still don't know. I, I mean, I I don't. Is it, that's not going to be the match at Takeover, is it? Cross versus Keith Lee. I mean, they're already setting this up. Yeah, I know. I just hope they take their time with it. Uh, yeah, but Takeover because yeah, I guess the it's in August. That's another, it's a month. It's a month and a week from now. Um, I I guess the expectation is if this match were to happen, is that Kerry and Cross would win. But what if he doesn't? What is this all set up to build up Keith Lee even more? Oh, don't even broach that subject because it just gets my hopes up too much. There, there, there. It would be the stupidest thing in the world for them to job out Keith Lee six weeks after he wins these titles. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I think maybe that's the expectation that we're all operating under is they just brought Karrion Cross in. It seems like they're incredibly high on him. Um, that they see star written all over him. Mm. He comes in, they swerve just it. lays a path of destruction down yeah. with the expectation, you know, because we're 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 all used to the the form the various formulas and tropes used in pro wrestling. We know this, and we know when we see this happen, usually that means someone comes in, lays waste to everybody. They come and destroy the champion. Their champion heat 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 and more heat. What if they know that set that all up to be the case and he and Lee have like a, a, a hell of a takeover match, but in the end, Lee still wins. Mm-hmm. I like that. You could be right. You could be completely right. They might be playing with expectations. NXT, the booking there can be very clever sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had uh, some, a Thatch's Thatch can match. Timothy Thatcher versus Denzel Dejanet. 
this is a straight up wrestling match. It was. <laughs> this was this was this was a lot of fun to watch, man. I'm sure Cal probably uh, marked out over this match because it was just a straight up wrestling match. Denzel got some offense in, but in the end, Thatch uh, submitted him with uh, was it single leg crab? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So he taps out after the match. Of course, Thatch is not done. He locks it back in. He's mm-hmm. not letting go. Oni mm-hmm. Lorkin in some uh, like Kmart jeans comes running yeah, down. Yeah, no shirt. And no shirt, man! I can't wait for this rematch. I'm so glad they're keeping this going. He was he was in uh, Shane Thorne's old uh, outfit. Yeah, he was. He was. So Shane Thorne used to show up in. Except I didn't notice the deep V going with uh, Oni Lorkin. Maybe I, I just wasn't looking either. for it. I didn't notice that either. Shane Thorne had the deepest of V's going. I know. <laughs> it was like almost like a half inch away from top of shaft. Yeah, I know. Not good. Uh, after that, we had Robert Stone. He was uh, like in the lobby of Full Sail with the camera crew. Um, he's like, come on, follow me. I want to, I want this to be documented. He runs into Killian Day and he starts like effusively apologizing to Killian. He said, I had a bad day. I just got, ro- I got right over the tank. It's all Shossi's fault. I'm sorry. And then Aaliyah runs in for, with a drawing that Dexter Loomis apparently did of all the stuff that happened to Great American Bash, including Stone getting run over by tank. And there's a, sh- a bit of Dane with coffee getting dumped on him. Mm-hmm. So at that point, Dane reenters, grabs the picture and says, all right, Stone, if you want to make up for throwing that coffee on me, you get me a match with Dexter Loomis. And Stone's like, all right, yeah, sure, yeah, okay, yeah. And then it was confirmed. Next week, Killian Dane versus Dexter Loomis. Uh, what a motivation for a match. This guy simply didn't like what was a fairly innocuous uh, image of him drawn by De- a caricature of him. Maybe he doesn't like Dexter caricatures. Loomis was simply documenting events. This is like the hieroglyphics days. You know, that's how they used to document events is via drawings. Dexter Loomis is simply referencing a, a thousands, a, 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 a millennia old tradition, Larson. Okay. Killian Dane was not into it, though. No. Also <laughs> confirmed next week, Karrion Cross versus, yeah, that's right, Dominic Dijakovic. That's right. going to be an Arby's night for Killian Cross. I said Killian Cross. Karrion. I did say Killian Cross. I think you said that a couple times. Probably. Too. I have a hard time getting Cross's name right. Karrion, Karrion, Kelly, Killian Cross, yeah. Uh, after that, we had our... Oh, also, did you mention the Rhea Ripley tweet thing? Said she's done with uh, Robert no, Stone. No, Yeah, so she tweeted. It was very much a, a later days uh, fun wrestling, W. Steve W., where we just told stories via tweets. So she said she's done with the Robert Stone brand. Uh, I wonder if she's actually got... the title, yeah. I wonder if she's actually got confirmation of this in the back office, or she's just tweeting this out like, man, I got to get out of this comedy shit, so I'm just going to tweet this out. Maybe. See what happens. I mean, how many times have uh, it's like Hogan taken two interviews or social media to try to will things into existence? It it worked for him, you know. He said he he said Bret Hart couldn't lace up his boots when Hogan wasn't even under contract, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it happened, and then he you know he mm-hmm. won the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, yeah, we had our main event: Tegan Knox versus Io Shirai. We sort of talked about this at the jump. Uh, Shirai got the early advantage, and and that never ended. <laughs> that just it was the early Hart- advantage. Apart from a few minute uh, sequence where uh, EO charges Tegan ringside, Tegan gets out of the way, so EO gives the ring steps a couple double knees. Yeah, um, but immediately and, when Tegan Knox put her back in the ring, within moments, Shirai had the advantage again. Yeah, it, it was not a terribly competitive match. But that's to say Tegan didn't get some offense, and she did. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to the shiny shiniest wizard uh, as she charges EO. EO gets up, palm strike, moonsault. Get the win. Mm, yeah, uh, and then right after that, so she's uh, so she's fighting a good guy here, and then she goes mm-hmm. back up to the top of the ramp, 
and gets annihilated by a yeah. bad guy, Dakota Kai. That was, uh, that was a nasty kick. And uh, that's how the episode concluded. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, Larson, would you yeah. like to answer some questions? Yeah, sure. I have myself a Patreon uh, question thread here. All right, we'll kick things off with uh, Zondo's question because I, you know, I like I like debating about food stuff. He, he, Zondo says cheese is the main ingredient to pizza, and I think Jonathan has it right. Crust as a percentage is probably the main ingredient to pizza. Pizza is more crust than anything else. If okay. Take the crust away from the pizza. It's not really a pizza. Uh. That is technically true. That being said, crust is the least, in my opinion, the least defining element of pizza. I The crust to me, while important, is not as important as the, uh, the, the, ta- the flavor of the sauce, the freshness of the mozzarella, and the toppings involved. The crust is merely the vessel by which those things. It is, but a, a a a bad crust can sink a pizza. I don't disagree with that either. I don't disagree with that either. Can't have it too doughy. Although can't I can, I I do actually kind of like a, a doughy crust. Oh yeah, a burnt crust is the worst crust. I can agree with that. That's that's awful. Yeah. So a a bad crust could ruin a pizza. I mean, a bad any any one ingredient that's not right on a pizza can can sink the whole enterprise. Um. But at the same yeah. time, look, here's the thing. At the same time, pizza is still pizza. I'll eat mm-hmm. gutter trash pizza and probably still be happy because I love right. pizza regardless. Yeah, pizza's good. Uh, Wolfpack for Life has a wrestling question. He says, give 80s-type gimmicks to current NXT wrestlers. I mean, Damian Priest is is character from Lost Boys. Um. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that it's not even – I mean, it is an 80s-type gimmick. It's not an 80s wrestling gimmick, but it is an 80s type gimmick. Yeah. That's good. Oh, whoa. Hello. Who's there? Uh, looks like we got uh, 100 bits from somebody. Uh, oh. Yeah, it came into the, the headphones here. Uh, Ver- Verthika says, I just want to tell you both that I personally appreciate the amazing community. I love you both so much, and I appreciate how you foster an inclusive environment, especially for trans and questioning individuals. You both have helped me so much and changed my life and my outlook. I was once upon a time a transphobic, hateful person, and you both have helped me learn the error of my ways. Thank you so much for being so awesome. Man, what an incredibly so much. nice thing to say. Yeah, that's Gee, very nice. Thank you so much. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, honestly, the, the thanks goes to the Friendo community, man. Mm-hmm. Got a bunch of mm-hmm. ton of great people here. Mm-hmm. You got that right. So, sorry, what's the question again? 80s gimmicks or just 80, is it 80s wrestling gimmicks or just gimmicks based on anything from the 80s? So I'm a, look, I, it's open-ended as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it says 80s gimmicks, but yeah, it can mean wrestling or not. I know he's a bit tall, but given the haircut, I feel like Dijakovic could fit right in in like a Top Gun type thing. Oh, wow. That's perfect. He's super tall, though. He's probably too fa- tall to be a fighter pilot. Well, therein lies the comedy aspect of it, though. I guess so. That's great. I mean, the absurdity of Top Gun is well known anyways, man. Yeah. I still wonder how they're going to fit Val Kilmer into that movie, because apparently he's supposed to be in the sequel. And uh, he's, you know, I mean, he's doing well. He survived cancer. 
but you know he's got I think the like the voice thing going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he can he cannot talk very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I still say the premise of that movie should like the plane the jets should be secondary and primary should be how is it Tom Cruise is not aged and everybody else in that universe has aged by forty years he looks the exact same it's terrifying. Virtually, he looks virtually the like, same. Why is it nobody would point that out? I don't. I mean, I'm just, they might make a slight joke about it, but honestly, scientifically, it's messed up. <laughs> Isn't that kind of what you want, though? You kind of want to live forever. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I should. If that's the case, I should become a Scientologist because evidently, I'm sorry. You can say what you want about Scientology. The proof is in the pudding. That's the key. Look at Tom Cruise. The man hasn't aged. Scientifically, he's an anomaly. And if he credits Scientology, who am I to say he's lying? Well, I mean, I'm sure there's evidence to suggest that he, he he's telling his own version of the truth. <laughs> War Machine MJ says, if Cesaro goes back to NXT, would you guys be down if he joins Imperium? Oh, wow. And holds down the fort as Walter's proxy? I'd be be all about that. That'd be pretty cool. What a great idea. Gareth Nicholas, Chelsea Blackheart has greatly improved in-ring from her hood slam days since arriving at the Performance Center. Do you think she has what it takes to eventually hold the NXT Women's title 100%? Oh, yeah. I think she's fantastic. I think people... And here's 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 my thing. She should be the first person to get a custom NXT title to customize her title. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. how that stone cold had the thing. Yeah. She should be that person. Yeah. Diehard Homer with the Twitch prime sub. Thank you so much for that. We're on the road to 500 Thank subs, you. 24 hour stream where Steve orders a shakaroni pizza. Uh, Alex Foster, David Putty always goes for the high fives. Dijakovic kept going for handshakes tonight. At this point, <laughs> is he in on the joke? It's entirely possible. Yeah, who knows? It's entirely possible. Now, if he shows up with like a eight ball jacket, then oh, we'll know. Oh man, dude, then we'll know. Can we get? Can we send him? How much, dude? How much is an eight ball jacket? I don't know. Because he, we have the can. I'm going to try my darndest. I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm re- we're filming this before I actually put the intro in. I'm going to try my darndest to put that die jack intro back in. Um, if we could somehow send him an eight ball jacket. That'd be something else. Uh, let's see here. Amazon. Uh, while you look into that, Dang MQ says, I love the Thatch is Thatch can as part of his entrance video. I know he's got a logo. 
Thatcher does. It says Thatcher's Thatch can on the side Titan Trons. That's great. I'm such a fan of his. It's six, so they have one for sixty bucks oh, on uh, on Amazon. Let's see here. Probably a two XL for tall guy. Uh, I mean, it's it's like well, it's like more closer to eighty five because of shipping. Is it leather? Uh, looks like. I'd be surprised. It. Yeah, it's leather. leather. Wow, that's a good deal. Does it look like the one Putty had? And uh, not as much. It's it's well. Here's the thing, though. It's a different. Uh, it's it's not yellow, green, red, black. It's just it's actually kind of a cool looking one. It's black. Uh, it's like CSUN colors: black, white, and red. Ah. Uh, I'd send hmm. him that, dude. I'd All send right. him that. Well, something to think about. Uh, Chi-Town SD Grimes calls the Spanish fly type move collision course. Now we know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Pippa says the ratings are out. AEW's fifth in the demo. NXT is uh, 49th in the demo. <laughs> 49th. Wow. AEW beat in overall viewership as well, 788 to 631. Wow. I mean, that was a big. There were that was a big event. AEW is advertising, man. Yeah. Fight for the fallen kind of goes to show. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you could do it week to week, like a different theme every week. But uh, but yeah, that, that, that the return of Mox and uh, versus Brian Cage. That's a big selling point right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gregory Faya, who do you think should take the North American Championship from Keith Lee? So that was another thing we sort of glossed over is the fact that he's defending both titles in a single match. So that seems to be the kind of thing that they're going to be doing. Is yeah. uh, the two title thing? I wonder how long that's going to last. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Alex C says, while still cruiserweight champ, should Escobar go after Keith Lee? Yes. Yeah, a hundred percent. Give it. Hey, how about this? Give Escobar all three titles. Yeah. 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 Uh, Nate says, I really think that if we got something like Legado del Fantasma last night with Seth's faction. It would make them so much more legit and have it make more sense as to why they're together. Agreed. They've always kind of piecemealed the Seth faction beyond Buddy because of injuries and various other factors, you know? I don't Um, disagree that we could use... I mean, it just, you know... With Legato del Fantasma, it's obvious that they want to bring up Raul and uh, Joaquin Wilde. That's smart. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With Seth's faction... Storyline-wise, it makes sense that Seth Seth doesn't want to bring anybody up. He wants disciples. That being said, I think little vignettes, like we saw last night, where he's preaching his word to his followers, I think would be strong. I think that'd be good. Yes, yes. Um, Zondo, will Lee versus Cross be winner-take-all, or will Lee have two matches? I think it's going to be winner-take-all. I think it'd be cool if, if he had two matches, like they had number one contender something bouts tournaments whatever for each belt i think that'd be neat i think that'd be really cool i hope they do i want them to separate them at some point um or at least have them fought in their own divisions i mean i think didn't ufc when you had different guys carrying d- different titles and or when you had one guy with like two different divisions and it's only happened but, a small handful of times yeah they had to defend that particular belt in that division they couldn't do outside of the division no yeah uh let's see here uh owen lynch do you guys ever think Killian Dane will rise above his place on the card now. I don't know, and it wouldn't surprise me if he did not. I think he's really good. I, I like think he's him. got a ton of potential. Yeah. But NXT so stacked with talent right now that, yeah, I don't know if 
if I, I kind of feel like he's gotten passed by, unfortunately. I agree. Um, I, I could see him going to main roster at some point. Um, again, yeah. Again, uh, with his current gimmick and maybe getting over more because he's a bigger guy and main roster sort of likes bigger guys. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's a that, that's a possibility. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Steve Klein, what members of a tag team should have a singles match that you'd want to see? So I guess against each other partner versus partner is what I'm assuming. I know that they're not exactly partners currently, but they used to be, uh, Roddy versus Kyle O'Reilly. Oh yeah. Oh wow. That'd be a great match. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Uh, Colin right. asks, "Was there?" Colin Branch asks, "Was there crowd noise being piped in?" If I there feel was, like piping in crowd noise for a while. I have, to me, it's I have not noticed. It wouldn't surprise me if they have. If they have, they're doing it subtle enough that I can't. I don't notice it. I mean, to me, that's that's. I've said this a million times before. That's why NXT to me has changed the least because they're still in full sale. They still have only a handful of people there. I know the full sale crowd was 400 and they have what, like 50 in the crowd right now, but it just has the, the presentation hasn't changed all that for me. It still kind of looks like NXT. Yeah. Gareth Nicholas, will Robert Stone ever have a successful brand or is his gimmick just the perpetual chase for talent and always falling short? Define successful. Will he ever manage a champion? No. 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 Don't see that happening. Uh, Nate, again, should we get Thatcher versus Lorkin in a fight pit? Heck yes. Absolutely. I think that'd be great. Colin Branch again. What we need when COVID is over is Keith Lee versus Walter. Best two out of three falls match for all three titles. Man, could you imagine that at Worlds Collide? That'd be incredible. That'd be incredible. Fear and loathing. Is Dijak going to get murdered like a best friend in an 80s movie by Cross? Oh, Wow. Is is Dijak gonna? Be, how great would that be if Dijak was um, Apollo Creed to Cross's uh, Drago, mm-hmm. and Keith Lee was out there in Dijak's corner, like watching it happen? That'd and be he, something else. Yeah, man. throw the damn towel. Oof, didn't matter. That was watching that as a eight year old on the on the big screen. I didn't know what death was before that, Larson. Yeah, that taught that movie taught me about death. I that think movie it taught you a lot about life. Huh? I honestly really think it did. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, a star that bright can be just like that, taken out in an instant. In an instant, man. Uh, White Brian ninety two EO responded to Dakota Kai with "You're dead," and Kai replied with "You're already dead." Wow. Kai should, I mean, Shirai should respond with, well, you're dead est. <laughs> Just get stupid with it. And then turn around and walk away. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jorge D, should the Cruiserweight Championship be defended in all brands like the women's tag t- uh, belts? No, just defended on NXT. Yeah. Yeah. James Fletcher, if you could see any passed away wrestler return, who would it be and who would the top three you would want them to wrestle currently? What a nightmare shock situation that is. Oh, my God. Eddie Guerrero's back from the dead. <laughs> what does this mean? Um, I mean, it'd be Eddie. 
Mm-hmm. And I'd want to see him against uh shit, I don't know. Uh Daniel Bryan. Uh, uh Zack Saber Jr. and uh Okay. Uh Kazuchika Okada. Okay. I want I want Macho Man back and just have him wrestle in New Japan. Give me Macho Man against Kota Ibushi. That's what I want to see. That's great. Oh, yeah. Ichiban right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Patrick Oliva says, basically, they're going to do Rocky IV with Lee, Dijak, and Cross, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I love that movie. Uh, it's almost as good as Top Gun. Well, let's see here. Jose Cruz. Given their Twitter exchange, how awesome would it be if a Roman comes back for one night to challenge Keith Lee? I wouldn't feel good about it because Roman's been very anti, uh, you know, getting the COVID. Uh, it'd be like it'd be great, but I want I want to see Roman back when Roman's uh, happy to be back. Yes, but yeah, it'd be great. Uh, White Brian ninety two WrestleMania Dream Match. Who goes over MacGyver hmm. or MacGruber? Well, MacGruber does the job for sure. Yeah, yeah. I got to watch that movie. Maybe during hey, if they have it on Amazon Prime, we should do a MacGruber watch along. Sounds during good. our twenty-four hour stream, sounds good. Between that, me ordering a shakaroni and uh, and we book WrestleMania uh, thirty-seven or whatever. That feels like four hours of it. Yeah. Still have twenty hours left, dude. I know. <laughs> uh, thank you, diehard Homer, for the sub. Uh, I got one last question here from Willie Powerbottom. Says uh, Takeover should be Lee versus Cross twice in one night. First match for the NA title, Cross completely destroys Lee and wins the North American title. Later on in the night, Lee barely escapes with the NXT title after being destroyed once again. This way, Cross still looks dominant, doesn't get any go away heat because he gets the NXT title so soon. What do you guys think? I'm not against that idea of, of the two titles. I'm not sure about Cross destroying Lee. I never want to see that. Keith Lee should never be destroyed. Yes. Um, and in fact, I kind of like your idea, Larson, of uh, of them setting up killing uh, Killian Cross in this manner, only for him to lose to Keith Lee. I think it'd be that's great. Yeah, Die Hard Homer would Die Jack dress up as Putty if NXT had their annual costume battle royal. Oh man, I'd like to hope so. I'd hope so. Pacific State Seven here in Twitch chat says Wrath of Khan for twenty four hour stream. That uh, we still have uh, eighteen hours left to book. So yeah, or is he suggesting that we just watch it for twenty four hours straight, over and over again? Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, I'd do that too. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, favorite customer is a multiple man title match. The only way to get one of those titles off Keith Lee, something like where the first fall is for the North American title and the second fall is for the NXT belt, something sure. like that. Sure, that all sounds good. I like it all. Uh, Alex C says, Does anybody else prefer the name Killian Cross now? Yeah, that's just how I'm gonna say it from now on. I can try my damn to say Carrion Cross and then not try to say Killer Cross. The sad fact is, his name is now Killian Cross. Guess so. Rolls off the tongue really well. Uh, Pontius Olsen says, A moment of bliss with mystery guest confirmed for SmackDown. Do they even know who that's going to be? Uh, I would think so. Vince Otherwise, is like, hey, announce the segment. Bruce, we need a segment right here. And he's like, Enforcer Stevie Bradley says, Unsolved mysteries when Larson needs a nap. Okay, that's good. That's bring good. In, I'll bring Enforcer on. And then what are you going to do when I need a nap? Music stream? Yeah, sure, why not? There you go. That's good. There we go. I like it a lot. Cool. Any more questions? That's all I got. No more questions. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. we got a news brief coming up later on today. And, of course, pin, loser draw. Yeah, uh, that should right. be a lot of fun. Thanks for watching. Be sure to hit that like button. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Twitch chat, 
Stay tuned. We're going to see uh, who to raid. Thanks for watching. Bye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.